fake meat strikes again. We head to New Mexico and Reno for summer sale recaps. My marketing team expands. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners, Downtown Threads Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, Wrangler, K Rose Company, Cattleman U and Cattleman U Live, and DRG Media Group. Boom! Here's what we have for y'all today. The latest news to start out with, of course, Sale Barn reports from Western Video Market and Bellin, New Mexico. As I said, my marketing team expands. We make introduction and lots more as we head to today's Cow Country News Headlines. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Today's Cow Country News is brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, it's the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. This story from Washington Post, Impossible Foods strikes again. Impossible Foods CEO and founder Pat Brown told the Washington Post in an exclusive interview about his company's pledge to eliminate animal agriculture in the next 15 years. Did you hear that? He says, quote, put it on your calendar because Impossible Foods is going to do it, unquote. Although alternative meat is, it still only accounts for about 1% of the total meat market. He says his company wants to make products that consumers will buy because they are more delicious, more nutritious, and eventually more affordable than the ones made from animals. Well, 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 Mr. Brown, since you are obviously an expert on food production, animal husbandry, conservation, drastically want to change the trajectory of climate change, not to mention your working knowledge of carbon capture. Well, let's look at the facts. More delicious, strike one. More nutritious, strike two. More affordable. Well, that would be strike three. Now, I, I'm with you all on this. These stories, they, they get me riled up, of course, as, the, as they do everybody. But, but here's the challenge. This goes for me, too, especially where social media is concerned. For each one of these negative stories that is out there, instead of sharing them, sharing these negative stories, let's make sure we share the positive ones. Maybe instead of that, we remind our groups or our crew, as I say, our circle of potential influence, the positive things, just how delicious and nutritious our products that we grow and raise really are. There you go. Challenge. Hashtag Tigger approved. On to other news now. Pasture and range conditions, they continue to worsen for much of the country. That is according to USDA National Agricultural Statistics Service. As of July 11th, the following conditions were rated poor to very poor. Let's start out. Washington State, 85% poor to very poor. Montana at 80%. Utah and Arizona, 78%. Oregon and North Dakota, 71%. South Dakota is at 66% poor to very poor. Nevada at 60%. New Mexico at 53%. Minnesota, 51%. Wyoming, 48%. And Idaho at 47%. Poor to very poor. While at the same time, this is why we say it's an anomaly this year, other states are experiencing pasture and range conditions that are off the chain. The rains just don't stop in these areas like 
Colorado, New Mexico, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Missouri, Arkansas, pretty much the rest of the country has very low conditions that are poor to very poor, although many of those areas waiting for their grounds to to dry to continue wrapping up hay and, and to try to get some hay harvest. Now, speaking of that, if you know what hay is selling for in your area, give me a shout or text me, 707-726-2420. Email me, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. I've got a huge list. It's growing uh, pretty much all across the country. A huge list of producers in need of feed starting uh, yesterday immediately. So let me know, and I will pass that information along. Plus, we're going to start putting together hay reports as often as we can. So make sure that you follow us along on social media and our website, Ranch It Up Show at Gmail. No, that's the email, ranchitupshow.com. There, I got it. Appreciate you. Today's Way Em Up Sale Barn Report is brought to us by Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. The swag is up and running. In fact, I didn't even know we had that much. That was That's why it took so darn long. We have got a few different pages full of all sorts of different. It's absolutely the coolest. I got a sample of it actually the other day. I got some some of our brand polo shirts that, that are about the coolest darn thing I've seen in a long time. Just head to ranchitupshow.com. That's the website. Click on swag. Click on shop. You got any questions? Give me a holler. Get your Ranch It Up gear today. Boom. Here's what we got. We head to Bella, New Mexico. A recap of their sale last week. Four to five weight steers from $1.80 to $2.05. And then five to six weight steers at $1.69 to $1.85. A light run on the heifers. They just called the feeder steers and heifers one to $2 higher. On the way up cows from 44 to 77 and a half. And then the way up bulls from 74 to 98 and a half. Now recapping Western Video Market's Silver Legacy sale from Reno, Nevada. That was July 12th through the 14th. A tremendous sale. Now there was lots of cattle and, and livestock for that matter that starting were starting to move because of the conditions that I just mentioned. I just kind of cherry-picked some, some different weight classes here for more detailed sale results. You need to head to wvmcattle.com but just kind of cherry picking some out here here's some lightweights listen to this crew 455 weight steers for november delivery at 220 listen to this bunch this is outstanding 720 weight steers for a middle of september delivery the 10th to be exact a dollar 73.50 eight weight steers this was just a group now i i, I said i cherry picked these out again for a Middle of September delivery at $1.82, 9.65 weights for a August 5th delivery at $1.56 and a half thousand weight steers coming in at $1.60 for a middle of September delivery. Some four weight heifers for the middle of November delivery at 208. Six and a quarter weight heifers, middle of November delivery at $1.72, 8.10 weights at $1.51.75. A big, big, big bunch of 875 weight spade heifers for August 5th. Coming up here real quick in August 5th delivery at $1.47. Just cherry picking some different ones out, going through their sale results and just pulling some out for y'all. Bread heifers range roughly uh, 13 and a quarter to 18. Bread cows from 1275 up to 1600. Tigger Tour 21. From rodeos to cattle sales to conventions all across the land, follow me along the Tigger Tour 21, proudly sponsored by, I gotta say a big thank you to Medora Boot in Western Wear. Medora Boot 
Crew.com. I cannot mention them enough. Thank you so much, Crew, for what you do and making sure that I am out rigged properly. Head to MedoraBoot.com. Give them a shout today and tell them Tigger sent you. Here's what I got for y'all. I know we're talking a lot, a lot in the past several weeks in regards to cattle sales because that is what is making top news priority because, as I previously, uh, excuse me, previously mentioned, how an enormous number of cattle and livestock are being moved a lot earlier than normal. So here's what we got coming up from Superior Livestock. August 2nd through the 6th, the Video Royale sale from Winnemucca, Nevada. August 16th through the 20th from Superior Livestock. The Bighorn Classic in Sheridan, Wyoming. Go to superiorlivestock.com. Check out the click to bid option, by the way. And if you are thinking of consigning to any of these sales, you need to get a hold of them right away because the deadlines are fast approaching. August 23rd through the 24th from Northern Livestock. Northernlivestockvideo.com is having their upcoming video sale. And now in terms of conventions coming up next week, July 29th through the 30th. The Cattle U Trade Show from Dodge City, Kansas. Go to cattleu.net. And that is a wrap-up for segment number one. Coming up next, my marketing team expands crew. We make introduction. We talk more cattle markets. Stick around. Ranch it up. We'll be back right after this. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to watchrfdtv.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFDTV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to watchrfdtv.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me... It's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online at MedoraBoot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. I've received a pile of messages, emails, texts, pretty much any way to get a hold of me asking about our swag line, our Ranch It Up gear. Finally, just head to ranchitupshow.com, click on swag or shop, and check out the full line of Tigger approved Burke. Long and short sleeve tees. Now, these are the really nice ones, the really soft ones, by the way. We've got hoodies, vests, our signature line of polos, ranchitupshow.com. Today's Cattle Battle is brought to us by K-Rose Company and Cattleman U Live. We're in Bozeman, Montana as we speak. Can't wait to tell you all about it. Cattleman U Live. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. Crew, I'd like to introduce you to a new member of the Ranch It Up team, Kirk Donsbach, a rancher and producer and also a risk management strategist with Daniels Trading, a Stonex company. Kirk is located in Roy, Montana, just a, a tick north of Lewistown, pretty much in the middle of the state to help you out. Kirk is going to be helping us with some market analysis and risk management as we, as we move forward. So 
happy to have these people on our side. Kirk, welcome to the crew. Congratulations. Now let's get just a little bit of your background, shall we? So I grew up on a, on a ranch, Winifred, uh, Montana, and I started traveling uh, the road, working in power plants and making more money than I ever thought was possible for a, you know, a 21 year old kid from, from a small ranch and, and wanted to dabble in commodities, speculating basically, but I had extra money. So it wasn't a big deal. Uh, didn't make any money, didn't lose any money, but learned a lot. In 2000, uh, my dad became ill and passed away and I had to come home and I wanted to convert what I'd learned plain basically into a tool to manage risk on the ranch. And as all things with the government, it's never simple. Even be able to help anybody with risk management, I ended up being a licensed commodity broker uh, registered with the CFTC and Daniels Trading, which is owned by StoneX. And that's how I ended up here. So when you say you were dabbling in it for a little bit, were you trading futures contracts? Is that what you were doing? As I was speculating just one or two, right? Nothing big. I was speculating in, in cattle futures contracts. Essentially trying not to lose any money, but hopefully learn a, a bunch in the process. And I didn't make any money either, but I did learn a lot. You know, and what's, what's interesting, and I, and I love to visit with professionals like yourself where You've got boots on the ground, a, a horse in the race, a dog in the hunt, you know, however you want to describe it, that you are bleeding. I like to say bleeding the same blood in the same mud that in the cow business, just like us, we were talking off air. You said how you've already got uh, got your calves contracted. They're moving down the road 30, at least 30 days prior to when you normally do. You're going to be weaning sooner. You're trying to put hay together. You're doing all these things and uh, trying to advise others in terms of risk management. I, I can see that that kind of gets a little tough to juggle and manage. <laughs> there's Sometimes there's not enough hours in the day, but it's, uh, it, it's what makes my wheels turn. I, I love the mental challenge of the marketing and risk management. I love learning about other people's op operations and their challenges. And then, of course, to be able to help them uh, is incredible. It's kind of ironic. Like, I get a bigger kick out of calling somebody else and, and, and letting them know that the hedge we put on made them, you know, 20,000 or 5,000 or whatever it is. You know, I get a bit, of, I get a bigger kick out of that than when I put a hedge on for myself and, and, you know, make a good decision for myself, especially like a young, just starting family to help them hedge, right. hedge a profit. It just, there's no reward like that. Why is it so darn intimidating for, for, for people to, to talk with a, risk management advisors, I'm going to say, you know, I hate to say the word sometimes commodity broker. It's, you know, you're managing risk, hopefully mitigating risk. So why is that tough sometimes for us in the cow business at the end of dirt roads to, to talk with people like you, Kirk? Why is it so darn intimidating? Why do you scare us all the time? I think because if you don't, if you don't fully understand the tools and, and what they're working for, it comes down to a blind trust. And on the flip side of that blind trust, you know, the blind trust in me that I'm going to keep you as a hedger, not a speculator, is the stories of, you know, neighbor Joe that lost his ranch speculating sure. in the 80s or whenever it was. You get speculating and you can definitely lose a ranch. Now, vice versa, if you're hedging, that can never be the case because they're always the opposite of whatever you're hedging, you know, grain, cotton, corn, cattle. Right, right. You know, and it's in using a, uh, again, a risk management advisor, commodity broker, you know, somebody like yourself is a is a tool to use. And how do you talk with those people where they might say, I'm too small. I don't have enough. Um, 
I don't have enough cattle to make a full pot. I guess I'd paraphrase, there's always economies of scale, right? That's, that's undeniable, unavoidable. Uh, for example, a feedlot that's got 10,000 head of cattle has got a cheaper per animal cost on the feed truck than a guy that's running 400. Mm-hmm. Um, the same is also with using commodities to hedge. Obviously, the best case scenario is you have at least one, the feeders are 50,000 pound loads. Obviously, the best case scenario is you have at least one load. And then the guys that got 10 or 20, you know, they can hedge five different times. Uh, getting five shots to try to get the market right. So definitely there's efficiency of scale. With that being said, just because you're not as efficient as a guy selling 20 loads in no way implies that because you have one load or half a load or even a quarter load that there's nothing that can be done. Right. You know, if you got a, a quarter load or more, uh, it's reasonable to, to look at hedging. You're not going to be as efficient as a guy with 20, but it's possible. I guess relative to markets, um, with the drought and with with packer expansion, uh, I think I think there's significant opportunity coming up to next year. Obviously, the million dollar question is how do I survive this drought this fall uh, and maintain myself in a position where I can take advantage of it. Uh, and for those that are not familiar with it, you know you can also hedge the buy. You can lock in a buy price. So for the guys that got to liquidate the cow herd uh, for whatever reason, you know they can't afford the hay, don't have the hay, can't get the hay. And they sell all the cows, and if it rains, they're going to have to buy all them back, whether it's yearlings or whatever. You know, there might very well be an opportunity to hedge next March's buy. And if that comes to fruition, I would strongly, strongly recommend it. Because we all know if the herd liquidation is what we think it is, and it rains next spring, we all know that the buyback is going to be brutal. Oh, absolutely. So that would be, you know, that would be a huge hedge opportunity. And I think the last thing is you can't wait till you see it. That process has to start before then. So, you know, be prepared early. And then if the opportunity presents itself, you can jump on it. So when is the best time to start today, right now? Ask the questions. So maybe you can take advantage of that movement in one direction or the other. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Kurt, people wanting some more information, where do we start? So I produce a weekly newsletter. It's an email-based newsletter. Uh, It's called the Cattleman's Advisory. Usually publish it on Sunday, comes out either late Sunday, uh, sometimes early, early Monday, depending on how the day goes. Back to our conversation about bailing and all the other stuff right. I'm trying to do. But anyway, to subscribe to it, it's free and no obligation. You can just text CATTLE, C-A-T-T-L-E, to 33777. I received the email newsletter, and I recommend you do as well. Just text CATTLE, C-A-T-T-L-E, to three three seven 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 look forward to hearing from you more kirk especially about this potential of cow herd liquidation you just spoke of thanks so much now up next more market information shaley stewart will join us after these messages so go nowhere the ranch it up radio show right after this crew we've been talking about this for the past several weeks so i have this question for y'all Are you ready to increase the profitability of your operation? Absolutely. The answer is yes. Then don't miss Cattleman U Live, hosted by K-Rose Company in Bozeman, Montana, 
July 22nd through the 25th. Cattlemen U Live offers four days of interactive workshops, cattle handling demonstrations, and industry tours. Now, whether you're trying to start your own operation, maybe joining the family ranch, or looking to expand your herd, Cattlemen U Live will give you the education and support you need to succeed. Less than 100 tickets are available. That's it. So get yours today and don't miss Cattlemen U Live in Big Sky Country. I'm so excited for this. Visit www.cattlemanu.com backslash cattleman-u-live for more details or to order your tickets. Cattlemen U Live in Bozeman, Montana. You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Shaley Stewart, Cattle Market News and DTN. Shaley, it was kind of a weak week, maybe is the best way to describe it. And is that normally what happens when it is just prior to when there are some USDA announcements? Does it seem like like everything just kind of quiets down for a little bit to see what the news may bring? You know, I don't know if it's so much uh, that the market was quieting down because we have two big reports this upcoming week with the cattle inventory, the monthly cattle inventory report, and then the biannual cattle inventory report, just as so much as that, you know what, people are out harvesting, you know, their crops and they're changing water like crazy before they, you know, get water turned off for the year, potentially if you're in a drought state or, you know what, you're just chasing water in general. And honestly, we are in the dog days of summer. So we're just kind of watching the market trade day in and day out and and watching its developments and so that's that's really how the week's trade was it was kind of doggish and dismal and uh, there wasn't a whole lot to note but that doesn't mean that we don't need to be attuned to the market because even in these weeks where things are a little bit more quiet than what we'd like there are still keys and cues that we need to tune into so if you would and i know we're just kind of speaking some generalities is that a word generalities (laughs) it can be a word on your show it's your show make it whatever you want right right own it own it that's exactly that's what i tell beck own it so in in weeks like this or i'm going to say in years like this where we have had so many changes to typically maybe what the market is doing do you think that is what is maybe sometimes causing things to slow down just a little bit, which is a good thing, by the way, of slowing some things down, in my opinion. So do you think that may be what could be happening in generalities and Tigger language there? I do, you know, but it's very different on the two fronts. On the fat cattle front, we do have the the simple fact that we're we're entering into the dog days of summer. But on the feeder cattle market side of things, things are hopping. They're very cat and mousy in regards to the how the corn market is trading. So we have two different worlds. So for instance, last week, the fat cattle market started to trade on Tuesday, which is normal, and then just trickled in throughout the week. And so we saw prices both steady in the north and the south as Southern Plains sold live cattle for $1.17 to a $1.22, mostly at a buck 19 to a buck 20. And in the Northern Plains, dress cattle traded anywhere from $1.95 to $2.02, mostly at 
$1.97 to $1.89. And so what's not those prices aren't surprising and there's nothing that's necessarily interesting that we need to pick from those prices, but more so what we need to know is that most of the dress sales that occurred in Nebraska were set for delivery of August 2nd and August 9th. And so that tells us for the next coming weeks, as packers sit on committed cattle for the weeks ahead, that we're not going to have robust cash cattle trade. We're not going to see a, a price discovery. As box beef prices continue to wane lower as they seasonally do, we are not going to see a dynamic market on the fat cattle side of things because you know what? Packers aren't going to dive into the market when they have supplies already committed. Mm -hmm. So that's a little unfortunate for the live cattle market as we just simply know that our fate is lower in the weeks to come, but that is not the same type of market that we see on the feeder cattle side of things. Like I said, the, the, the corn market and the feeder cattle market are very much so playing a game of cat and mouse. If corn's higher, then you know feeders are going to be lower. If feeders are higher, you know that it's because corn is lower. So it's just this, this uh, reactionary market and largely what the corn is planted, they know what it's going to be and how it's going to harvest, but still we are a weather-induced marketplace. And so just watching that trade and how it transpires is very important. And uh, last week, like we've mentioned before on the show's ticker, we really do expect that the October run is coming earlier. It's hitting now, and it's going to trickle in through August and parts of September, and we're not going to see the run in October like we usually do, just as folks are simply being faced with uh, drought-stricken mm -hmm. conditions and right. having to make hard decisions. Right, and if they're going to have to try to move those calves early, uh, all those things come into play, especially those people where maybe they like to uh, wean those calves maybe a little bit later. Maybe they're backgrounding. Maybe there isn't feed. So this is definitely a time in a year to step back and look and weigh at all your options, even though is there ever a time not to step back, look and weigh all your options? <laughs> rhetorical question yeah, circle back don't you hate those <laughs> we'll, cir we'll circle back to you on that one Shaylee. hey oh. as always i appreciate it look forward to visiting with you next week awesome well hey travel safe my friend you and back have a great time until next time take care i tip my hat to you from one legend to another and now for my famous last words and a tip of the hat brought to us by Ranch House Coffee, Dr. Tommy Perkins, Associate Professor of Animal Science at West Texas A&M University. Hey, looking forward to seeing you in the next few weeks in Nashville. And now that's going to wrap it up for today, crew. A big thanks and welcome to Kirk Donsbach. Welcome to the team. And Shaley Stewart with Cattle Market News and DTN. Our partners, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, Wrangler, K Rose Company, Cattleman U and Cattleman U Live, and DRG Media Group. And now, crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. The swag line is up and running. Ranchitupshow.com is where you go and call or text us 24 7 at 707 726 Spread the good word. Join us again next time where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.